there are a few reasons why you as a free writer may struggle to get on in the writing industry. But the reason why is not what you would think. The reason is not because your work isn't good enough. The reason why is because you are seeking to gratify the critics. There is an industry of people who coined themselves professional critics. I'm sure I could find out if I cared, but in some way, through some, some sort of trial, they are able to brand themselves critics. These critics stand as a gate, as it were. And they stand there right with the other gatekeepers, except their role is a little bit different from the gatekeepers. Their role is to keep the gatekeepers as gatekeepers. Critics are not in their jobs to give honest reviews. I won't qualify that statement because there are too many of them that do this nowadays. So unfortunately, if you are the few and far between, perhaps you shouldn't call yourself a critic. Nevertheless, these people found out a long time ago that in order to line their pockets and to keep those pockets lined, that they have to all be on the same line. And that means that they have to all be singing the same tune about the same song or else. If you need to understand what I mean by the critics and how they sing the same song, I've pointed you to the New York Times bestseller list a number of times. And that'll always be the chief example of how you are not ever going to be able to be the free writer you want to be. But I'll reserve these illustrations outside of the New York Times bestseller list. So let's move over to a different medium that still utilizes writing, but isn't one that the average writer uh, thinks about delving into when they consider being a writer. But just like I notated in a previous episode, that the writing industry needs people like you. And they need people like you for this reason. In the gaming industry, it has taken a very sharp turn, a 45 degree turn. And that turn has left games, has left different books that were able to cross over into the gaming genre, it has left them at an absolute, I don't even know what the word is. Yes, I do. It decimated them. It brought them, it 
completely destroyed the foundations of what these uh, different stories could do. And the reason why is because, as I have already said, social trending has become the modus operandi for the average person. I could go into why, but that's not what this podcast is about. What I want you to understand is this. There is a such thing as a critic score, and then there is an audience score. So any type of literature, any type of media that you consume when you go and you are attempting to look for reviews, you're always going to have that critic, and then you're going to have just people like you and I, the people's whose opinions matter, the people's whose opinions matter, because you don't have any incentive behind giving something a 100% score if it did not genuinely deserve it, if it did not earn it. So how this relates to you as a novelist, it relates to you because when you pick up a book and you see that on the cover there is an italicized quote or in the front matter of any book that you read, a lot of times authors who have been in the game will have years worth of quotes. And those quotes are not quotes that they mine off of personal blogs and Amazon. Some of them they might but I would almost guarantee that it's only the editorial ones. So, for instance, the USA Today, the NYT bestseller. Um, any name that sounds like it is an actual uh, publication, those are who they put in their front matter and on their cover. And is there anything wrong with that? Yes. Yes, because getting the New York Times bestseller and all of those other publications that I already mentioned, getting those people to root for your work doesn't take, it doesn't require any effort. None. Picture your favorite author. Nine times out of ten, there are a T writer and T writers sing the song. They sing in it, and they're singing it wonderfully. And this is why they are making a killing when it comes to um, the financial response, when it comes to the uh, popularity, etc. As a free writer, that is not what you're after. If popularity is a byproduct of what you do, you'll run with that. And if exorbitant riches, fortune, fame is a byproduct of what you do, you'll run with that. But the average person who is a free writer should want to be able to make a living. And the last time that I checked, making a living does not mean that you have a house in every state. And that every single one of your books is made into a movie. So, understand. Critical acclaim 
does not necessarily equal success, unless that's what you're after. Critical acclaim does not mean that your book was good. If you do not have writing down in your, the deepest part of who you are, then one of the reasons why you may be struggling to get on is because your story isn't good. Now, if you notice, I did not say anything about this person being a free rider because I will put money, I'll put my last few dollars on the bet that a person who believes that writing is exactly what they need to be doing with their lives, that their story is good. And the thing that separates them from the T-Rider is that they don't have the chorus of critics singing them through the pearly gates of quote-unquote success. So, don't chase the critical acclaim. Don't, Don't get dismayed when your reviews come from normal people. Don't, don't beat yourself up when you don't have this USA Today dot, dot, dot. Because perhaps if it's your first acknowledgement by one of those people, it might be a little bit more organic. But remember also that if you put your finger on the pulse of what the industry says is okay to write. You're still not given a good gauge of yourself as a writer because what you have done is learned how to yell into the echo chamber. And that's not what you want. I thank you for joining me again for Free Rider. I am your host, T.A. Walker and free rider is a passion of the heart I do it because of you and I do it because for some I am you and for others I was you and at a certain point I drew my line in the sand and I knew that There really wasn't any turning back for me. And I don't think there's any turning back for you. And I never sang the song. I don't know how to sing that song. I really don't. Even if I wanted to do that, I couldn't. But I did lack the ability to understand what this was all about. I don't any longer. And as long as I can help it, and in however, in whatever way I can help you, it is my hope that this podcast accomplishes making you the free writer that you already are. Talk to you next time.